Thank you guys for tuning in. YouTube, let's get the party started. If you guys can, do me a massive favor. TikTok, let's tap the screen, share the stream. YouTube, if you can help me out, a thumbs up would be greatly appreciated. As we get into tonight's update, I just want to show you guys a few things that we want to cover, and then we're going to roll on into a Q&A hangout session, Super Bowl after party. Cheers to everyone. Uh, you know, you know uh, Shout out to Kansas City Chiefs. If you guys are celebrating, if that's your team, um, congrats. That was a weak-ass call, but hey, yeah, congrats. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I just pulled up the last two minutes to check what was happening because I, uh, I heard it got a little crazy, sure enough. And, of course, we get this one out of Philadelphia. Hearing unconfirmed reports that Philadelphia police have declared a riot. Can anyone confirm that? Now, Raw's, Raw Alerts here, one of the platforms here that I've gotten tapped in here with recently on Twitter, it seems like Twitter is just lit up now, and I, I just got done listening to parts of the Twitter space that was held by Mario. I can't remember his last name. He's the guy that's been hosting these hour long, you know, all day long sessions basically on Twitter, just these nonstop spaces. And so I was listening in on that throughout the day, just just you know, kind of catching the vibe. And it's just pretty incredible, right? We have all this crazy stuff going down, and then we have a Super Bowl. And out of everything that's going to make the people upset riot in the streets it's going to be a football game it's just like <laughs> america well let's get it going here a little bit right unbelievable we're gonna we're gonna riot in the streets over a football game um anyways now this is where we're at right now a couple here from cabessi letter like i was saying there's a couple of these accounts that i recently got tapped into are absolutely fire and so you guys can see kind of the sources that i'm pulling from on twitter and i'll tell you guys right now i mean it's what I do is a full-time job, just listening to the conversation and engaging in the conversation all day long. And I've recently found myself getting caught up in too many conversations that are at too low of a level that I shouldn't even be pulling up in. And sometimes I get caught up because they're talking shit. And so I got to pull up and send them straight. But I've, I've found that there are some high-level conversations and there's a lot of good accounts that have kind of revived or at least started to you know grow serious platforms and to be able to stay over the target, it's great to see on Twitter. So it ends up uh, almost being too much at times. But this is the situation right here we have from the Kobesi letter. You've been seeing, I've been sharing a lot of work from this platform right here. Uh, Kobesi letter sharing this one with us. Spy balloons are a distraction from reality. Americans are dealing with inflation still at a near 40-year high. Record $17 trillion in household debt. Rising interest rates in a recession, record levels of uncertainty, geopolitical tensions are the last thing we need, okay? And I think that the markets are reacting slow to this. Obviously, we're going to see the markets markets open back up tomorrow, but look out. We got big numbers coming in this week. CPI inflation data on Tuesday, retail sales data on Wednesday, PPI inflation data on Thursday. That's your producer price index. What's the inflation rate for the producers? And remember, this is all phony, manipulated government data. Jobless claims data on Thursday. And 10% of the S&P 500 companies report earnings this week as well. Important week after the last two CPI reports were revised higher. That's right. So they actually had to go back and adjust the previous CPI reports, the previous CPI lies. Okay. A couple more points here. Cryptocurrency. Crypto firm Paxos faces SEC lawsuit over Binance USD to token. If Binance USD is getting sued, you can bet your beacon, you can bet your bacon, sorry, bet your bacon that Tether is going to get hit as well. And what's interesting is that Paxos Treasury printing Binance USD and then USDC Circle are, are the blockchain movements that we saw, the money printing in the crypto space that we saw last month, right? We were showing it out in real time, calling it out in real time, and sure enough, we have recovered back slightly. But th this is the manipulation that we saw. It's so, so easy to track it in the crypto space because it's all on chain. This is the fantastic part. And sure enough, the Paxos treasury was minting hundreds of millions of Binance USD at a time just throughout the whole month. I mean, you line up their prints with the chart, and it's just the whole way up. And then like we talked about, USDC came in with the final injection on the 20th of January with 148 million USDC printed at their treasury, injected in, and that gave us the final blow off and really pushed us up there towards like 23, 24,000 is where we ended up topping off in the bull trap rally that we just saw play out. Now we see Paxos getting sued. Gee, I wonder if they knew what was coming. Got a little scared, got a little desperate. 
And that's exactly what's happening, folks. I'm going to tell you guys right now, and not many people want to say that because it doesn't get clicks, it doesn't get views. You can't put rocket emojis in the thumbnails when you when you call out the manipulation. When you call out the manipulation, when you call out the shows, when you're dedicated to just bringing the truth about this cryptocurrency space when 90% of it is based off of hype, green candles, chasing memes, AI coin go up, let me be a robot on my chat GPT here, right? Let, let me tap into the AI B system. Let me plug in. Let me stop thinking for myself. And let's pump AI tokens, which, like I continue to say, these technologies are the future. These tokens are hype. That's the difference. Once again, we're just watching this in the cryptocurrency space from a real perspective on where this goes. No bullshit, no hype. I've never done any sponsorship paid promotions because a lot of these projects I just don't believe are actually building serious things and I don't think that they run a serious business. There's very few and far between. The manipulation has been clear as day to see. We've been calling out, out from the very, very beginning now and going back over a year of really being tapped in on this market and the direction that it's heading. And, and now we see this has played out perfectly once again for us. So we're just going to continue to watch it. We're going to continue to have cash on the sidelines right now. Um, just entered trading once again, took took a profit on the Bitcoin short. Absolutely. 18% uh, profit on that most recent trade. That's good. That's fine. But I consider that, that USDT that I hold on KuCoin to trade with, I consider it gone because you don't know what, what's going to happen here in this liquidity crisis. Who's going to be the next exchange to get sued, go down. These guys are taking the money running to the hills. And so we just continue to stay, say, say the same message. Stay safe out there, right? This is a liquidity crisis in the cryptocurrency space and the contagion continues to spread. So be careful, okay? Let's continue on. Remember where this goes. See, this is where I like to, I like to give you guys the bad news before we finish off with something spectacular, Crypto Bull, reminding us all what has been done in the past and what is potentially to come for the XRP Reserve Digital Currency, the new financial system. God bless you all. In 2017, XRP stayed between half, a, basically 0 0.006, about half a penny, and 0 0.009. So it was between 0 0.006 and 0 0.009 for 15 months when everyone had given up. It exploded and rose by 100,000%. Today, XRP has ranged for nine months between 30 cents and 50 cents and the vast majority lost hope. I am excited. And I'm right there with you, Crypto Bull. I know people get upset because he shares charts that are bullish for XRP. And I know that we're not allowed to do that. We're supposed to ask the, the gatekeepers, uh, the people that say that XRP is not even going to reach its previous all-time high, right? And then we just have a massive amount of FUD confusion. And that's why I wanted to pull up here in the Super Bowl after party and do a Q&A session with you guys. So if you guys can do me a favor, start dropping your comments and questions down below. Let's go through Q&A. Let's provide clarity. Let's call out the direction that this market is heading. And let's take advantage of the great greatest transfer of wealth in world history. It's a very simple opportunity here. Well, uh, you know, the masses are going to celebrate the Super Bowl and that's fine. Uh, we can have a, we can have an adult beverage here tonight. We can celebrate that, but let's get ready to stay tuned in here because this is moving rather quickly. Just a few news updates there for you guys in tonight's episode, but we did another live this morning as well. And we're just going to continue to press down with content full speed ahead. And, um, you know, when the, when their agenda is going to accelerate, then we're going to match that. We're going to match that. See, and, and we're going to counterbalance that. Their evil acts, as they accelerate their agenda, we're going to move forward with ours. And we're going to move forward with our businesses, and we're going to move forward with the execution of our strategies that have been proven in every transfer of wealth going back for centuries. This is the same strategies that the elites have used for, for centuries to preserve wealth within their families. It's a combination of real assets, real commodities, real property, with combining that with the new world, digital economy, digital tokens, digital assets. When you combine those two together, I think that you really round off your, your complete strategy. And like I continue to say for us, I'll just tell you what I hold. It's XRP, it's XLM, it's XDC, it's a few XRP ledger tokens, a few cute ones, okay? And then I have uh, some silver. And then I continue to have cash on the sidelines, ready to buy cryptocurrency, ready to buy property ready to make the move, ready to pull the trigger. And I hope that you guys are ready as well. Let's take some questions. Let's take some Q&A. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of you guys tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. 
Feel free to drop those comments down below. I have some, but I've been worried about it. What are you worried about? Okay, today I drove by Costco. It was at absolute madhouse. I thought that it was going to be clear, but I guess it was like two o'clock. So maybe people were doing last minute shopping for the Super Bowl. It was an absolute madhouse. And so we just drove right on through. Actually, I got my car washed and the, the new car wash at Costco actually works pretty good. But what are you worried about? Uh, opinions on Shiba Inu. See, see, well, <laughs> I can't I can't share much information on Shiba Inu. I speak on what I hold, what I invest in, in the businesses that I build. Mega Man, five spot Canadian. Appreciate that, my my good friend up there to the north. Can you give me a quick explanation of the Reaper coin? What's its utility? So it has a set inflation rate. They print Reaper tokens every month, and then the community gets to vote on what tokens they want to reap or destroy. And so what they're doing is they're taking the Reaper tokens that they print. And then however the community votes, they're using those tokens to go buy those other tokens that they're going to reap. And they black hole them. They send them to a black hole wallet. And you can verify this all on the blockchain. And so those tokens get effectively destroyed. But that's just one token. Now they have the Ascension Project, which Patrick, Reaper, uh, Patrick Riley described as a uh, decentralized index fund. And basically allows the community to vote on um what what basically they want to get paid out in so uh you know a little bit of defi on the xrp ledger there with the reaper coin i'm i'm late i well i'm not late i was actually early but then i took a minute i slept on patrick and the team and they've just been building like crazy over there launching ascension and launching arc and so i just had patrick on the show i'm getting a lot of good feedback from that conversation i think that patrick's very professional and understands what's at stake on every level, much more than cryptocurrency, as a former military, someone who's been there, done it, and been in operations that are interesting, and we just leave it at that. You need to, you, you need to, you need to check that one out. That's a massive session. Guy building on the XRPL, former military, and I just continue to say, God bless our troops and the military guys, guys and gals from the military. I definitely like to stay tapped in over there with them. As you're seeing, real situations unfolding right now, and where's our commander in chief at? Time to wake up, Joe. We got to get something done here. Got another balloon. We got an octagon-shaped thing. I, I mean, we got all sorts of stuff going on. It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, but Mega Man, if you listen to the first 15 minutes of that conversation, he explains what's going on with the projects. And then the white papers are all there. It's 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 an easy one to read and understand, and you can kind of get where he's what they're trying to achieve there at Reaper. Interesting stuff. What is going on with JP Morgan and RWA crypto? What crypto are they buying? I don't know what RWA crypto is, but I did just find this. Let me pull this up for you guys. It was JP Morgan is apparently going to be helping uh, with just signed a deal with Zelensky here. This is from Charles Gasparino, guys. This is supposed to be a reputable source, even though Charles can kind of be silly at times. This is what he says. We got the scoop from Charles. JP Morgan reaches agreement with Ukraine's Zelensky on rebuilding infrastructure with massive investment fund presents Patriots Jersey. So this one being reported here by Fox business, we'll see how this one plays out. Doesn't surprise us. Seems kind of fitting. Uh, when you understand the operations that were taking place over there and JP Morgan loving to be in, involved in corruption. We'll just leave it at that. Sounds fitting, you know, sounds right to be expected. From Jamie Dimon. Christy, appreciate you. Do I play chess? I don't play chess. I play chess in real life. I always try to understand what they're playing here. What do we call it? 5D chess? Yeah. I, I mean, we got to think ahead of the game right now. We got to be tapped in. And, and I just don't, you know, very few people. For me, I'm pulling from a lot of different sources to come to this investment thesis and to come to this uh, strategy that we're executing on right now. But 
w- once I found what worked for me, I just continued to kind of double down on that. You know, sometimes it's easy to see the shiny thing that goes by and you want to launch that business or do that idea. I like to just stick to what worked for me, which was just providing current events, providing information on what's taking place, talking about cryptocurrency, digital assets. And then I've expanded now to talking about making money, making uh, your business actually thrive. And then we're, we're talking about assets like precious metals. And then we're talking about real estate as well. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not a guru in any sort of the sense. Absolutely not. But I'm an operator that's getting it done in real time and just starting my process. So, you know, I, I have eight years business history. But I'm just getting started in the real estate asset class. So that's an example of an asset class that you guys are going to come on me with, with on my journey with me as I begin to buy my first property and then start my investment portfolio. I'll show you guys how we, you know, have built out a team, built out infrastructure before we went into it. We're not rolling in like a lot of these guys that want to just put real estate flipper, wholesaler, do something cute for the gram. I want to build real infrastructure that's going to be generational wealth, real estate portfolio that gets handed off to the children. Yeah. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Drop some questions for me. HBAR deep dive. Okay. Yeah. Let me make a note on that. You guys deserve an HBAR deep dive. Even though it doesn't turn me on, I'll give it to you. HBAR deep dive coming. Absolutely. Did Adam share his project? No, Adam's gone MIA. Adam's gone MIA. Yep. Well, I saw him on the gram, actually. I saw him on the gram. He was down in Vegas. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's playing around. He's playing around, which is exactly what I said to him when he told me, oh, I got a coin. I'm doing this and that. I said, you're playing around. It's good. Good. I'm glad to see. You know. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Coach J- JV would be disappointed in your drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing to get real estate deals? Building relationships with um, uh, brokers. Building relationships with brokers and people within the industry, which is kind of already in line with my first business. Um, but yeah, right now I have... I can't say too much, but let's... Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to get on a list. I'll just say that. It's easy to get on lists. You know what I'm saying? So you got people within the space that will find the deals for you. And if you just have the money to invest, they'll operate for you, right? But for me, I, I like a sense of control. So that that's why I wouldn't just send my money off to one of these guys who's going to do deals for me somewhere else at this point in time. I got to start, uh, well, basically my initial goal, I'm just taking it one step at a time. I don't like to get too far ahead of myself, right? But right now, I'm just going to buy my first property for my family, right? And then I'm going to start the investment portfolio. Um, as, as far as infrastructure and team, that's what it's all about for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't want that to get in the way of what I'm working on right now, right in front of me, what's on my desk right now, right? Um, and... Yeah, we just need to stack more cash for real estate. I mean, that that's why I haven't pulled the trigger yet is because the deals aren't that good. And I mean, to, to really do it in real estate, you need to have some serious reserves too. You got to understand it from a business perspective. I'm not going into play. And I don't need to buy a house that's a bad deal just so I can take a picture on the gram and say, oh, I'm a first time home buyer. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll save. Uh, I, I won't pay an extra 50% per month uh, on a mortgage versus the rent that I'm paying right now. Right. Until a good deal comes along until a good deal comes along. Now I've been watching my real estate market in particular for well over 10 years though. So I understand the ins and outs of my neighborhood, my community better than almost anybody. As far as real estate prices, I think that we just got to come back down to reality. I think that we just got to come back down to reality. Right. Um, I don't blame the people in my community or across this country that are trying to sell their real estate at 2021 prices. I I get why they're trying to do that. I understand that. But we have to come back down to reality. 
with these interest rates, with the unprecedented market conditions that we went through that led up to that bubble, to those prices, was solely off of the cheap debt. So that's not the reality anymore. And everybody in real estate wants to think that the Fed's going to pivot. And I do think that the Fed is going to pivot and that we're going to come back down to that environment at some point, right? But, you know, the Fed, the Fed can keep us here for a while. In fact, I was just looking at something here before I got on about how the Fed kept the rates at, at the, at, you know, at basically paused rates for, I forget, it was like almost a year, right? Uh, during the last great financial crisis before they pulled it and it all went to shit. So once again, um, my area is overpriced too. If you go, if you go look and this is where it's at with real estate, it's so tough to speak on real estate. That's why uh, I'll be having more real estate sessions. I'll let you guys know when the next real estate session is where we go just, and we're specifically talking a whole session on real estate because you got to take it location by location and understand where I'm coming from. I don't like to give up my location, but I'm in an overpriced real estate market. And I can just tell you that, right? I'm in an overpriced real estate market with many factors, outside factors, outside of my direct community. And I can just say, you know, I got pressure from the North, my great friends up in Canada coming down and they want to buy, you know, U.S. real estate seen as a safe haven asset class, right? So they're coming down chomping at the bit to get into the United States and buy property down here. And then also we're seeing the influx in my area of uh, California and other areas as well. So for me, I'm going to remain patient, remain patient with real estate. I'm going to remain patient with crypto, although we're getting to a point in the bear market and we're getting close enough to the bottom for me on cryptocurrency. It's just I've already stacked my bags on the few and now I'm looking at these other projects and just none of them get me like none of them when I research them make me want to FOMO into buying them you know what I'm saying when I research XRP on a daily basis I want to you know I want to actually FOMO in because I'm just like this is insane what's going on here behind the scenes what's being reported to us every no one's talking about this there's very few people in the XRP community that are tapped into you, you know understanding what's actually at stake here tying this whole picture together right and, you know, when I read, when I read the white papers, when I read into these other teams, when I see who's building on the team and you don't recognize anybody and you go through their LinkedIn and it's like cute, I mean, I'm downplaying it a little bit, right? Like it's solid. Okay. It's good. But it's like, it just doesn't make you, you know, FOMO into a project, right? Which I'm not encouraging anyone should FOMO, but a project should make you excited. Like right? if you're going to invest in it, I, I don't invest or throw money. I don't do 50 bucks here, a hundred bucks here, 200 bucks there. Right. If I'm going to make an allocation, I'm talking 5% of my portfolio or more. Most likely I don't have a bag of just, I mean, I have some XRPL tokens and a few other things, but for the most part, I, you know, if it's not worth a serious allocation of five to 10%, I just am not making it, but I'm going to continue to look. We'll do the HBAR deep dive. I'll let you guys know if I find anything else. Um, what's up? What's up, Weaver? What's up, Kyle? What's your question, bro? Does your gold company sell 10 gram silver packs for around three or 400 bucks, Rhonda? Get, um, we can get you in. We can get you good deals. I, I know that. We can get you good deals on silver. I'm not sure what all the products they offer are, but I will I will get in touch with you. How do I get a joint checking account? Weaver, uh, I can't offer marriage advice. Uh, it's a good question. Only tell her about half the crypto. Only tell her about half. Cheers, brother. Thank you, everyone. No. Warren Buffett wants Ripple to succeed. He owns 12.5% in B of A. So when he says he doesn't believe in crypto, it's BS. Yeah. <clears throat> They've had exposure the whole time, right? Through Bank of America. And they're, you know, obviously to me, 
That's why I keep on talking about how B of A might be one to actually rise from the ashes as well. Just because if they've actually partnered up with Ripple and they're acquiring XRP in a major way, they might be one of the few commercial banks to actually make it through, right? You know, the banking industry is going to be consolidated in a major, major way. But Bank of America, if they've partnered up with Ripple, they got XRP and they know they're tapped in. They understand what the deal is. I mean, and apparently at Swell, they said, quote, we're going to use XRP for a competitive advantage after the lawsuit. So, you know, to me, I, I would be, uh, you know, led to believe that they understand what's at stake here, what's going to take place, and maybe they've gotten tapped in. And then obviously there's a reason why Warren Buffett's allocated to Bank of America as well. Did I hear that Tacit was running on Ripple? No. What is Tacit? Do you ship silver to Canada? Yes, Tommy. If you guys are in Canada, just hit me up. Shoot me a message there on my contact page at my website, and we'll get you medals up there in Canada. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just say, I'm from Canada looking for medals A. Let me know what's up, and I will get it get it done for you. Yeah. Physical gold is trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, why are the central banks buying more more gold than they have in fifty five years? That's just the question that I keep going back to, right? And 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 if you look at gold, it's actually up. I just saw a stat. And you could argue, is gold up or is the dollar down, right? And that's the whole point, is that gold is the standard. One ounce of gold is the standard, right? The saying that one ounce of gold can buy you a fine suit, that's been the standard, right? And still today, right? S same deal. There's a reason why they've been stacking more gold than they have in 55 years. Now, for most people, I don't, I, you know, for me, gold doesn't make sense. If I had M's in the bank account and I needed to actually store some real value, I would consider maybe if I liked gold jewelry or if, if wifey liked gold jewelry, maybe I'd get her some gold jewelry, but she don't like gold, so I'm not going to buy the jewelry. And as far as uh, making an allocation without M's in the bank account, I don't think that you know a serious allocation needs to be made on my end because I, I can get way more upside potentially with silver, you know? And then if I need to, I can flip the silver into gold if I need to store some wealth. I, I do understand why people stack gold, right? And clearly, there's a reason why the central banks are stacking more gold than they have in 55 years since the last time we did a currency reset. And there's a reason why more central banks are meeting with Ripple than any other crypto company. <laughs> I mean, gains aside, just having offline assets right now when we're seeing countries limit you $44 a week, limit how much uh, you can change over of your local currency into USD, just doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, full control system, surveillance state, um, agenda that's crazy, right? They're talking about it. They're doing it. They're implementing it. Some countries are farther along. The people here say, oh, this can't happen to us. We watched this. We, we had a peaceful Super Bowl. Super Bowl. No more UFOs ruined the Super Bowl, so that's good. It was all smooth. It was all good, and America thinks they're just fine. When in reality, our, our value of our dollar is being destroyed every single day. Every single day, the dollar is getting destroyed here, and the situation gets tighter for the average American. 401k getting wiped out. The property market, if it does actually correct in a serious way like we think it do, that's equity. That's people losing hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity, millions of dollars of equity, right? Losing jobs. But at least we got to watch the Super Bowl, right? That's good. JJ, thank you. JJ, did I miss your super chat earlier too? JJ, five spot. All of you need to play chess. Chess narratives are influencing all of you. Build a team like no other, like a Delta Force of your own. Love you all. JJ, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, I almost forgot about that super chat you sent. Thank you, brother. 
yeah, Johnny, thank you. The the interview with Patrick was absolutely fire. Um, and now updates from John Dean, Jeremy Hogan. We don't have anything from them right now. Nothing from them on, on the Ripple lawsuit front. Okay, we're just going to continue to watch that. UFO stories is the new thing the media wants you to worry about, so you invest intention in it. These people live off of um, controlling our energy, right? Harvesting our energy, harvesting our attention. Yeah, absolutely. Don't look up the movie that they just put out, right? And it's been crazy the past few years, right? It's just like, what is reality anymore? You can't trust. I mean, where's our commander in chief? We got also, we're shooting down stuff over U.S. airspace. And I guess, did Joe enjoy the Super Bowl at least? I really hope he did. I hope Joe had a good time, good food, Super Bowl. What's going on? (laughs) I mean, we get an update from the Pentagon. Mr. Lucky, thank you. Super Bowl, same time as the derailment in Ohio. And nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about that situation. That's a very serious situation over there. Now, uh, let's pull up the charts here real quick. As you can see here, four-hour chart on our Bitcoin. Moved back up a little bit here slightly, back up to 21,800 after uh, recovering back down here today, back down to 21,600. But now we're back up to 21.8 for Bitcoin. Let's watch this one closely, okay? Let's pull up our XRP chart just for what the hell. Four-hour chart on XRP. There we go. Back down to 37 cents right now. So XRP is actually falling down here a little bit more, a little bit more opportunity. We went all the way down to 36 and a half cents. Wow. Okay. So that just took place down to 36 and a half cents for our XRP. Watch that one closely. And like I said, we're getting, we're getting to attractive enough levels for me to throw in on some of these coins, but like we have fresh lawsuits getting dropped against so many projects, so many settlements that have been taking place. The SEC, I mean, Eleanor Terrett, right? She described it as the Midnight Massacre. That's what I titled my live stream earlier this week, talking about the SEC and kind of the rampage that Gary Gensler is going on. And he's doing it in the name of protecting us, which is how sick and twisted these guys are. Is is We're from the government. We're here to help you guys. Just come in and report as he just slaughters the crypto space, which as we predicted, most of this will get taken out. And that's the problem with this crypto space right now is that there's still just a lot of damage to be done uh, because the regulators are coming hard. I, I mean, they're, they they have caused so much damage already and we have fresh lawsuits that are still dropping on the exact treasuries and stable coins that manipulated us last month up to these levels back above 20K. So that's going to be the Paxos treasury now is getting issued a, a lawsuit, Paxos. And they're the treasury that issues Binance USD. And like I said, a desperate move that they pulled last month, pumping the crypto space back up. They needed that. They needed that. They have to cover their margin. They have to cover their loans. They have to cover their debt. They have to cover all their bets. There's a power struggle within crypto. There's a power struggle within the traditional banking sector. There's a power struggle within every single business sector of this economy. Okay? A massive massive dislocation and transfer of wealth is underway and a massive consolidation in most industries because of the technology automation major major shift a, the type of shift that's at a generational uh gen- generational run uh, as far as bull market, bear market cycles, this is a generational run that we could be entering after we go through the collapse of the old system, which could take a while, right? We've been here for a minute. We could take a, a while longer and we have to be prepared for that. 
right? But on the upside of this other deal, the beautiful reality, beautiful reality, at least for our investments, the world's on fire, the chaos continues, the balloons continue, the octagon-shaped objects don't look up, but at least, you know, eventually on the other side of this, we sh we're supposed to be making some money off these cryptocurrencies, I guess. Can you survive it to that end? Can you make it to the end? See, and that's actually too serious of a question on a Super Bowl after party night when we're just supposed to be having fun because you know what they did to us. You know what's at stake here. It's not a game. Will you make it? Can you heal yourself? This is not healthy. I sure. Yeah, I admit that. I don't I don't I don't I'm not a freak on the health. I, I'm not. I'm not. Um I let wifey I, I let wifey, you know, make sure that I'm somewhat healthy and she smacks me around in that regard, you know, keeping me in line. But other than that, um there's been some serious damage done out here. Serious damage. My mentor, Dan Pena, said, God blessed them with five things. His wife, his three children, and Corona. MF and Corona, he says. <laughs> and he says it in regards to the transfer of wealth that's at stake here. Right? And remember, Dan, my mentor, he's not my mentor on crypto. I don't listen to Dan for crypto, right? I listen to him to understand how to build generational wealth, how to protect generational wealth, how to run my businesses, how to live and be a, a high performer. That's what I listen to Dan for. And then I also like his insights because he's been tapped in at the highest levels of that uh, pyramid of power, Vatican Bank and other entities that I won't name. So that's, that's why I listen to Dan on that. I don't listen to him on crypto, right? But He's talking about this opportunity that's at stake here in the disruption. And then in his most recent seminars, he said he finally got another gift, another gift from God, he says. And that's higher interest rates. Because the real business players, the real guys that understand how to make deals happen in an up or a down market, a low interest rate or a high interest rate market, right, are still going to be able to make a killing, still be able to, gonna, gonna find cash flow to build value, to acquire value. And so that's what I'm saying is this is a massive disruption taking place in every single business sector and in the whole economic system as we know it, the whole monetary system as we know it. The damage done is going to be absolutely brutal. It already is, is, is pretty crazy out there, right? But for those of us, for me, I, I like to stay positive about the opportunity. I like to stay positive about the fight because what else can we do, right? Stay locked in, run towards the gunfire. Like my, like my mentor, Dan Pena says, run towards the gunfire. And that's what we're doing every single day here, every single day tapped in on everything, current events, cryptocurrency, and all of the other assets as well. When you put that program together, you fight every day for your family. It's like, well, you know, if it is the end of the world, if the aliens are here, if Screw it. Fine. <laughs> At least we went down fighting. Claude, I know. I know. I saw that. I, I, I got to watch the trailer, but I saw that. I started to watch. I, I only watched a few couple songs of the halftime show, but I was going to watch the halftime show as well just to pick up on, but you can see it. I just, just initially within the first 10 seconds, I saw what was taking place as, as expected, just per usual. I see it. Absolutely. Just weirdos, just weirdos, man. Weirdos. Crazy, man. Get, get. Pass me with that vibe. Pass me. And actually I'm going to resist that vibe. I'm going to resist that energy. I'm going to resist that evil.
Would you say that we're at the blood in the streets level yet or not? No, I don't. I, I think that we're we're seeing it in some countries. We're seeing it in some areas, and the United States has still had it pretty good so far. Because as as the chaos spread, the contagion spread throughout the rest of the world, and they they they. So you have to understand, they were running out of dollars because all their debt is denominated in dollars. So that's a devalue their currency, and and then they're trying to pay back loans in U.S. dollars. And then this is part of the why countries are running out of cash, running out of U.S. dollars, why they're stopping their citizens from transferring over to U.S. dollars, right? So while that's all happening around us, the, the Federal Reserve basically the, the, the Federal Reserve basically knew that the United States was going to suffer, but the rest of the world was going to suffer more, right? And this actually propped up the dollar. This is why the dollar has been the cleanest shirt in the closet up until this point. But that's why, I mean, we're blood in the streets in other areas. I mean, if you go look at the videos of these other countries, what's taking place, it's sad. It's sad. I mean, and we, we got full-on blown on war. And now we have objects in the sky. Don't look up. Uh, the theatrics continue here in this country while the zombies are asleep to it. So it's all about perspective and you know, your perception. I'm in a nice area, nice, it's peaceful, it's calm, it's cool. In Ohio right now, we just had a... In Ohio, we just had something tragic happen. We still can't get all the information on it yet. I don't want to speak too soon, but it looks bad. Looks bad. So, it's all about perspective. The UFOs are distracting from all of the following. I'm not going to repeat that, but yes, and you guys understand what what what's why why they need us all looking up instead of looking at them. But but be careful because now I see the false. I, I don't want to say false prophets, but we have uh, some people that are that, that are um, wolves in sheep's clothing. Right, uh, right, right. You guys understand what I'm talking about. Be careful out here. And we got to use discernment. We got to understand that 90% of them are on our side. 99% of them are on our side. There's very few people that haven't sold out. Knowingly or unknowingly of what the agenda is at the very top of it. This, this system, this thing that we're up against is very deep. It's very entrenched. A lot of distractions. My biggest challenge right now is staying focused. Absolutely. Absolutely. But at least our community, we understand that they are running psychological operations against us. That's what puts us apart. Is we can apply that discernment and we can understand that they are running psychological operations on many levels against us. Even the XRP community, I believe. I believe that the XRP community and the story with that is part of a psychological operation as well. I mean, just think of the beating that we've gone through and the amount of people that are giving up. And actually, this is what's tragic to me. I, This is what gets me caught up in the bullshit that I shouldn't be caught up in, is I see someone post FUD, confusion, and not the truth on XRP. And I see all these comments of people saying, wow, thanks for telling me. Just sold all my bags. Wow, thanks. I'm glad that I was able to get out. People dumping their bags. Now, let me go back. For those of you guys that didn't make it earlier when I showed you guys this. Everybody's dumping their bags, giving up at the worst opportunity. And the pain and, and the suffering that's coming from this economic event right now, this great recession that we've now entered once again. Guys, this is when everybody gives up right before we send it. Crypto Bull. In 2017, XRP stayed between 0.006 and 0.009 for 15 months. When everyone had given up, it exploded and rose by almost 100,000%. Today, XRP has ranged for nine months between 30 cents and 50 cents, and the vast majority lost hope. I am excited. And I agree with Crypto Bull. And this is, this is why I get caught up in the BS is because I see that. Now, I'm not here to be a financial advisor and tell people, don't sell your bags. You need to keep your XRP. You need to buy XRP. I am not here to do that. I'm never going to do that. 
But they are making that move based off of lies, confusion, and nonsense. And that's that's been my struggle coming from TikTok is it's prevalent on that platform, right? Here on YouTube, a little bit more mature conversation. Over on Twitter, eh, Twitter can kind of turn into a shit show too, especially in the spaces. And so that's why I said, I'll let you guys know when I uh, plan my next Twitter spaces, but I'm going to go in with like planning on having like two or three hours because to me, you don't want it to turn into a shit show. You want to have a good debate. You want to have a good conversation, right? Uh, you, You know, a little give and take, a little back and forth is always healthy, right? But some of the spaces have turned into a shit show too, but you know, that's what I'm saying is I come from TikTok, so I'm used to the BS and right now we're just going to. We're going to tune out that nonsense, say good luck, God bless. But it is unfortunate to me seeing that confusion and FUD lead to people selling their bags, giving up right before we're about to have a major, major breakthrough potentially, right? And I'm not here to be their financial advisor, I, I, you know, but let's just get our facts straight. Let's just get our facts straight. Zach, I hear people buying the dips and adding to the XRP. See, see, that's our community. And, and that's our community. Yeah, right, right. Our community's tapped in. We understand what's taking place and we're doubling up, tripling up our bags. Yeah, we're the ones buying it from these people that are giving it up, losing hope. The, the, the few XRP that's left out here for the public to buy up, we're eating it up and we're stuffing it in our vaults. And we're going to keep it as a reserve currency. We're going to put it up for DeFi. But, you know, other than putting it up for automated market makers, like, you know, some of my XRP is going to be a reserve on my balance sheet and it won't be available. It won't be part of the circulating supply. Right? Now, I'm super excited to see the DeFi utility that's coming to the XRP ledger. XLS20 NFT update, massive. Already have almost a million NFTs, uh, you know, traded, minted on the XRPL so far. And then with the XLS30D, we got the DeFi, true DeFi that the SEC is not going to be able to come after. David Schwartz and I I think a a team and a few others are working on this proposal and then it will have to be adopted by the broader community. But you already know that they're going to be structuring it in a way that the SEC can't come after them. This is going to be automated market makers, liquidity pools, where you're going to be able to basically get a return on your XRP for providing liquidity. And the SEC isn't going to be able to shut it down. And it's going to potentially cut out, and it will cut out the need for exchanges, guys. You're not even going to have to need to use the exchanges anymore, and you're going to be able to find the best pricing. Smart order routing is going to find you the best price to transact any asset that moves on that XRP ledger. Think about that. So I played a clip in my earlier live stream today about how David Schwartz is talking about being able to tap in every bank in the world, every financial institution in the world right now, can be tapped into one system that can settle up any transaction of value and move any currency instantaneously right now, right? But then we move to a place too, when you include that market maker function, automated market maker, you're gonna get the smart order routing, you're gonna get the best pricing possible as well. And this you know, basically removes the need for a middleman, removes the need for exchanges. And this is going to allow us to get that passive income starting to come in on our XRP holdings. Now, the, the, the way that I look at this, guys, is you have Ripple's ODL, and then you have the automated market maker pool, which is going to be a different liquidity pool. It's going to be a different uh, basket, sea, lake, ocean of liquidity, right? versus Ripple's ODL. Ripple's ODL is its own ecosystem, its own liquidity pool, and it's pretty small right now. 30 billion in settlement done so far on RippleNet since 2019, right? They're just getting started, okay? But you get this automated market maker function too. This is gonna be uh, the whole, basically everybody else who's using the XRPL all the way from retail, all the way to banks, financial institutions, and even enterprises that want to tap into that. They could choose to go through Ripple, or if they have their own team, I'm sure that they would be able to, or if they you know, figure out how to do it themselves, they'd be able to tap into that automated market maker liquidity pool as well. 
So you're going to have both growing exponentially over the next decade as we roll out this new financial system. So that liquidity value is going to grow within ODL, but then you're also going to see uh, that, that liquidity pool in the AMA grow as well. And these are just two liquidity pools in what is going to be thousands of liquidity pools, thousands of tokens built on the XRP ledger, thousands of NFTs. And so you start to see where this goes. Pretty exciting stuff, right? All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this session, but I want to say thank you for everyone here. If you guys are looking to join us in the Discord community, head on over to my website. You can sign up for the Patreon, get access to the Discord group. We'd love to have you in there, okay? We're going to be having a prepping call at the end of this month, February 25th, prepping session. going to be massive. But then we also just had a real estate webinar this month as well. So lots of value in there. Get tapped in, get in touch with me. And then you know that you can get your cryptocurrency and your precious metals as well. Head on over to my website. We got a few links in there for you. And a precious metals partner that will roll over your 401k retirement account for you as well. So make sure you guys check that out on the way out. And I greatly appreciate everyone for doing me one last favor, smashing that thumbs up. I appreciate you guys, YouTube. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl, and I will see you guys tomorrow in the next one, okay? Take care. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.